I do hate Chad. You hate Chad? Oh, that's a real. You can't be saying that. In I'm also a, a white guy. <laughs> you can't be saying that. His middle name Hold is on. Chad. Let, let me is go your to. Middle name Chad? No, it's Charles. Uh, oh close God! Enough. So oh, damn so close. close. We could call you Chaz. <laughs> no, please don't. James Chaz fight. Let's get some Let's boxer. Let's let James start no. it. <laughs> Listen, be nice to me. Uh... <laughs> Welcome to Shame Watch, a guilt-free dive into those massive movie failures (laughs) that we hate to love. Each week we bring in a movie that either we or our guests love, society constantly ridicules them for. We look in each nook and cranny. I don't know where to to start Uh, this episode. For every bright spot, hoping to keep society at bay while we watch these movies like the miracles that they are. I'm James Fight. And I'm crying because my heart's broken. Uh, next to me, <laughs> I got dumped uh, yesterday. <laughs> He's authentic pod, authentic pod. He's actually laughing but crying inside. I'm. You're not wrong. Oh god, I'm never wrong. I'm never <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> to my right, we have. <laughs> Across from him is <laughs> And our special guest today is Gloria. Hi. <laughs> Someone said their name. Not us. Author, filmmaker, comedian, mm-hmm. mother. Living friend, legend. Friend. Living legend. God? Yes. Yeah. God is. God oh got yeah. it. God is. <laughs> I have the headphones on, and I heard yes, but goddess. Yes. yes. And welcome, Gloria. It's great to have you on. Thanks for having me. Um, I just want to point out, uh, your episode last um, has gotten the most reaction out of my mother, out of right. all the episodes. And that's because Batman and Robin, she loved to make fun of me. Matt about Batman? Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Um, <laughs> but her reaction was like, how can she not love that movie for Love Actually? Oh, she, she, oh, she was, oh yeah. I mean, she's not a fan of mine. <laughs> She just loved me she, so much. She's that that's her go to, but yeah. So uh just want to give you that she's Love you, Mom. <laughs> she said she loves you, Mom, so say it back. Hey, did you know that this month school's in session? School for all of January. August, we are looking at classic back to school movies. Today we're watching Grease 2. <laughs> I'm only laughing because Kenny's the, laughing. Is I it don't the know. audience's responsibility to figure out which part of this is being read and which part is just off the cuff? <laughs> I mean, yes. it's so hard to it is. hear the delineation <laughs> of what is written down and what is here in studio. Oh, I'm a performer. James, we're not arguing with you. I was complimenting you. On your delivery. So it's really <laughs> hard to watch this movie after you've gotten broken up with because it's all oh, about love. Goodness. That's my input. So what you're saying, James, is you waited to the last minute to watch it? I watched Ooh. it two hours ago. Fun story. I had, this is uh, real talk. I completely forgot we were recording today. And I thought makes, we were doing it next week. That makes half of this table. Hey, I <laughs> thought I, we were doing it next week for yeah, some I reason. I had already, I had already seen it. Though. Uh, uh, I hadn't. So I had uh, this whole day planned out with my ex, significant other, and n- n- short story. I got to watch the movie, and now I'm here recording with y'all. How's your day going? <laughs> I know you've been sick. <laughs> uh, busy. It's super busy. Why? Uh, 
Well, I was up until five five o'clock uh, working. I was up till five a.m. working. Why? Because uh, I had to get my work done, uh, and I had uh, rehearsals for Clone Squad. Aaron, cut this out. Uh, Aaron, keep this. Aaron, cut this out and actually cut double it all of my parts out. Uh, no, I'm not. That's too much work. I'm drawing my line there. Cool. Cut that out too. Wild, wild Speed Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Clone Squad rehearsals go from two to eight on Saturdays. And, what? Uh, well, basically, there's a, you have a six hour rehearsal. There's a run through from two to four, uh, and then there's a break between four to six. But oh. I, I live North. too far away from yeah. the theater to go home because I basically drive home, basically be home for an hour, then have to drive back to the theater. Right. And my commute back home would be twenty twenty five minutes. Dude. So I just stay at the. I just stay in a theater. Nice. Who made this bullshit schedule? Uh, oh, never mind. I thought it was you. Sorry. Love you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> You were the one that did it. Uh, cut that out and bleep all names, including mine. <laughs> okay. Well, speed summer. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Gloria, how was your day? Uh, it was good. Um, By the I way, just we've did... already gotten levels. This is just... <laughs> This is in the pod. Oh, I know. This is in the pod now. <laughs> Jinx, oh, I, read the intro. I figured okay, it. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Welcome to Shame Watch. <laughs> How uh, was your day, Corey? Uh, good. I just did a show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In Prime? Mm-hmm. At the institution. Well, shit. Had I known you had a show, I would have watched it. I'm sorry. You, it's I'm pro- sorry. It, it was It was a little, uh, little sad, so maybe... Maybe not the best for you, or maybe it would have been cathartic. I don't know. It would have been cathartic. I yeah. watched a love show after I was broken up with. Yeah. Literally the day after I watched Ghost of Love. It's at the hideout. It's at eight thirty on uh, hideout. It's really good. Yeah. Anyway, you did a sad show. It, but it was it, it was a good mixture. We did we followed a woman who did who's doing a one woman show with some music and poems and stories, and then we asked the audience what they took away from their that show, and and it's the first time we've heard her as well, mm-hmm. and we hear what they what they heard, and then we ask them on a continuum. Do you want funny or dramatic? Oh. And then they they slide us, and then they pretty much right in the middle. So it was it was a little of both. Nice. I want to say. In our prime might be one of my favorite troops. Facts. Like, and if I'm being completely honest, like even before I met you, I had seen In Our Prime first because I had uh, met Paul first, and he was he invited us to a show, and I went. I was like, "Holy shit, that was cool!" I it's did not one know of the best improv troops in town. Yeah. Wow. I did not you know you can do that you. with improv, and I was watching. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And you kind of you guys really did raise my game as an improviser, and I just I really am a big fan wow. of IOP. Thank you. You know what didn't raise my game as an improviser? Grease two. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give my juicy bit as to why this is a perfect movie. Okay. Just yet. Uh, well, Gloria print out a piece of paper <laughs> because Gloria doesn't remember things, and I and I realized I forgot to say a lot on the last podcast that I was on. So you did? Uh, yeah, and we talked a long time. <laughs> too. I was gonna say that might have been our longest episode for for that for that series. But there were there were so yeah, many. I think that, I think that episode is still getting recorded. Yeah, yeah. It, it never stops. <laughs> Was did it not up your improv game because the writing was so bad? Oh boy! <laughs> Which I love this movie. Don't get me wrong; I'm here to defend it. But they didn't finish the script while starting the film. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, that's a real thing. That but, explains a lot. So Paramount, um, Grease Pictures, w- Grease 
Greasy pictures, pictures. Paramount Pictures. Grease became the phenomenon that it was. Mm -hmm. And Paramount was like, stop. Everybody quit what you're doing. We're focusing on a Grease quad series. They're going to do four Greases and a TV show. What? Um, And they were like, we we just got to pump this out. We need need to fan the flames and keep it going. And they, they, I think, got like two-thirds of the way done. And And waited 10 years to release the second one? And started started, uh, production. Uh like before the script was done and um it shows i just <laughs> want to say grease came out in 71 no yeah no. it came it, 70 something no is pretty sure 71 76 78 78 78 uh 71 nailed it because 71. i was alive and watching tv then i don't know just say it was grease an automatic hit um it I was a systematic hit and, and i Sorry, I can't remember the next line. <laughs> it was a hydromatic hit. It, in fact, it was Grease Lightning. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I will tell you this. My sister and I would sing this album. Grease I mean, 2, we, specifically? No, no, no. Grease oh. 1. I'm talking, you asked, was Grease 1 an instant hit? <laughs> Sorry. But we would sing it, and we had to be careful dancing around because it was vinyl, and we didn't want to skip the record. Oh. And now, as I'm an adult, I'm like, how did my mother let me run around singing those songs? Because... Well, summer yeah. loving. Uh, that's not even the worst one. I know that's the only <laughs> one I've seen. Though, what is the worst one? Worst in terms of like children shouldn't be running around singing them. Sure, Grease, Grease Lightning's Lightning. pretty pretty uh, perverse. Isn't it talking about like masturbating? Isn't it? I don't know. I haven't seen. Oh yeah, oh. I, I never. I've never seen Grease. I thought it was just a coincidence that I listened to that. <clears> oh yeah, accent. that's critical <laughs> to. Yeah, that, that's that's that was just my go-to. Well, me too, because it's John Travolta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Just we need to double home that this is the yeah. first Grease film that James has seen. Yeah, you've I, never seen Grease. I've never seen Grease. So well, I, now you will be easily over uh, easily. Well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I will. Wow, I, this is what I expected. I I will say this. This is what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friend Johnny, uh, don't say his last name because he doesn't want it. Uh, legitimately, oh John Smith, yeah John Smith. Uh, I watched it with him today because he and I were writing uh, for a project we're doing, and I was like, "Oh, I need to watch this movie." But before he showed me Summer Eleven on YouTube, mm. that little clip was much better. Yeah, I, I intentionally rewatched this by myself because I didn't want to hear the heckling from everyone else. Of me watching this. Oh, mom, really? You're watching this? Like, oh, Jesus, what is this? Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I mean, I was already doing that, but I'm like, I got to take notes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I hadn't, in all honesty, I hadn't seen this one, but I did see it for uh, the pod. Um, Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the best way to describe it, okay, there's name brand, and then there's H-E-B brand. And H-E-B brand is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, And most people anticipate that, you know, their sequel is going to be H-E-B brand. Well, in the world of H-E-B, there's H-E-B, and then there's Hill Country Fair, and then there's Economax. Economax is like, hey, it's food, uh, and this is what Grease 2 was for hey, me. Hey, it's a movie. It's, uh, hey, it's on film. What do you want, man? It was there's, on there's, film. There's, there's, song, there's songs, and people talk. <laughs> what did you want from us? And I got to say... A, a choreography, uh, not bad. No, oh, it's not I for like considering how the writing is and the yeah. song. Okay, the it might, setup song. It might yeah. be the saving grace of the film, in all honesty. Yeah. yeah. And the big group scenes being coordinated yeah. well. There's one part that uh, John Smith and I absolutely <laughs> 
died at. Yeah. And that's uh, it's after, it's after it's right before the Prowler song, and it's the lead up to that. Like we're going prowling, uh, prowling, prowling. Yeah, it's because uh, they're like walking away. Johnny, yeah, Johnny, the main uh, T bird, is uh, walking towards camera, and he's like, "Oh, we need to ensure." And then he does that whistle and hand motion. I can't whistle, mm. uh, and then. It's not Goose. Who's the other guy? Um, There's which other guy? The other tall guy. Um, There's Goose. They're they're a gang, so it's really hard to just say the. Regardless, one the one that isn't Goose and not the short one gets on his knees and just gives a real chummy smile and uh, sings his little song, and it's super cheesy. Which. Which, what's, what, that's the prowling song? Not prowling. Oh, keep vamping. I'll show you. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Let's, let's. So, in all honesty, Pfeiffer does a pretty solid job. <laughs> Michelle uh, Pfeiffer's great. Out of all of them, I she, agree. She does a really solid job. She she hones it in. She knows what she's doing. Um, for She knows what this movie is, and she allows herself to be in that movie. And I think that's really commendable because... Demucci's his name, by the way. Um, Thank I looked you. it up. Um, I think there's uh, this movie gives me the distinct impression that she can't dance very well, though, because she doesn't have a lot of dance. And the, the dancing she does is so simple. It's, it's a lot of hops. Yeah. Hops and sidestepping. But, you know, Judy Garland's daughter's in this movie. What? Yep. Everyone just, because uh, it starts right where I'm talking about. Okay, so well, we got copyright stuff here. Uh, Aaron, cut this out. It uh, was just so out of nowhere. That's Goose. Well, and it's also... That yeah, that's Goose. Goose and Demucci. Oh. And Demucci. Was it, Goose first? Yeah. Oh, I mixed them up then. Anyway. It's very reminiscent of the opening scene, Summer Lovin'. Like, tell me about it. Like, what are you... That kind of oh. thing? It's this kind of same yeah, flavor. Yeah, in all honesty, this movie really is... I don't want to say shot for shot, but it's, it matches the beats of Grease. Yeah. It, this was such an 80s movie. Like you set in nineteen sixty, correct? Well, but it was an eighties movie. Yeah. See, I, I well, going through it, I found fifties, sixties, seventies, and eighties. Personally, and I looked this up because I was noticing how Lily White everybody was, and where the, the school was set, and when the schools were desegregated in that area. I think it's mm. I, the best I can tell. It was filmed at several different schools in. California, and I think that's where it's supposed to be set. But their accents, like if you notice Michelle Pfeiffer's accent, a lot of them sound like they're from New York. I, yeah. I actually learned this today. Apparently, the Greaseverse, as I like to call it, is supposed to be set in the Chicago area. What? what? Really? That looks nothing like Chicago. Hey, I agree with you guys. And they're and they're never cold. Like they don't yeah. ever dress like they're cold. Yeah, because uh, if anything, in there's a luau. There uh, is a luau. Yes, yeah. that's true. Which also. Did they set that up? Because it felt like they just shoehorned it in at the end. It it the budget that this school has for their extracurricular functions is incredible. Look, like the, the talent show yeah, yeah, is yeah. like top notch. Sure. The luau has a pool. Guys, no, no. guys, guys, you're not the only ones that think that this is completely preposterous. No, I'm saying. Oh, right, we need context. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely. Uh, in a review written by someone named Roger Ebert from the Chicago <laughs> Sun Times. Dated January 1st, 1982, in a review titled, Grease 2. 
Man, that Robert Ebert's not writer, going anywhere. He's kind of boring. It's pretty dry. Grease 2 seems adrift in time. It claims to be set in 1961, and maybe the clothes are about right, although that 1950 Studebaker looks a little dated. But what is this movie about? The original Grease was about American class warfare. In the sequel, or retread, everybody seems to be on the same side. Example, the members of a motorcycle gang loiter in front of the high school. A sexy teacher obviously played by Connie Stevens, tells them, I want to see all of you in art appreciation class. One lout replies, and we want to see all of you in class too, teacher. Rude and obnoxious, right? Not according to the teacher who winks and says, maybe Maybe you will. (laughs) That's absolutely wrong. But it's the kind of mistake Grease 2 makes all the time. The movie seems assembled off the shelf. There are no inspired songs in it. The big dance numbers seem to be exercises in crowd control. <laughs> and, the story, and the story is this idiotic. It depends on how long it will take Pfeiffer to figure out that Caulfield is the guy behind the mask. Does she care? Do we? <laughs> this, when the whole mask thing, like, I can, I can sign on to fantasy and... Um, but not knowing, being as close as she was to him, it's like the, it's the Superman thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I noticed as I was watching it, I thought the Superman thing. And then I noticed when he was getting ready to tell her when they're in like the chemistry lab, mm-hmm. and he's and he talking. Yeah. And he says, "Have you ever read a Superman comic?" I thought like that was just random at first, Ugh. and then I realized, oh well, that's how he was getting ready to explain it to her. Oh, yeah. Because he's Clark Kent at yeah. school, but then on the motorcycle, he's Superman. He's a cool rider. <laughs> Which, honestly, probably my favorite song in the movie. I like Prowlin'. Y'all, I like this movie. No, no, the the reproductive song is the best. The reproductive song and the bowling song. That is by far the best. I mean, it's rapey. A little rapey. A little. A little. Where does the pollen go? (laughs) I don't know. They never explained it because no one explains sex. Nobody was listening. Yeah, I mean, it was just... Poor Goose. He just wanted to know. (laughs) Real just quick, um, this movie is is all right. I, I I didn't mind it. I thought it was perfect, Aaron. It I like this well, movie it's about- all right. But then, because it's got Shooter McGavin in it, what? It's perfect. What? Goose. Who? Oh my God, you're right. Goose is Shooter McGavin. That Who just blew that? my Who mind. Shooter McGavin is from uh, uh, you might Happy be- Gilmore. Yeah, a movie that we're going to talk about. You oh, might be confusing yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. Shooter right. McGavin. Because he's more famously known as the person that played Lieutenant Richard Castillo on yesterday's Enterprise and Star Trek The Next Generation. Huh? By Come nerds. on, guys. Nerds like you, yeah. Chris, right. <laughs> yeah, so white man playing his uh, uh, Chris- Gloria, there's no dunking on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a compliment. Nerds are great. I love you, Kenny. It's okay. You know I love you, too. My, my mother's a huge Trekkie, so it's okay. She's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted a neighbor said Tiberius. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Shooter McGavin's in it, so it makes it... It bumps it a few notches. It elevates me. it for sure. It, I didn't put that connection, and I watched it two hours ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I was watching it, and I was like, wait. He looks familiar. I just imagine Christopher McDonald looking that age since birth, the, the way he looked at, as Shooter and, McGavin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have a, which is ten years has. later. Yeah, like, like like y'all know, I kind of have this bad habit of what, the first time I've seen somebody in a movie, they're just forever known Ugh. as that. For uh, like actors aren't the characters, Aaron. Uh, Viggo Mortensen will always be uh, Eric Hidalgo. Mark. No, I saw him in Hidalgo. Lord of the Rings first, so what? he's 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 uh, Sam Aragorn first for me. 
And uh, Rudy, who is Sam in uh, Lord of the Rings, will always be Rudy to me. Some nerd stuff. He, I, I think care. he's always Rudy to everyone. He, he's always Rudy, no matter what. And like, even my dad will be like, "Oh, so is that is that the uh, Rudy and Frodo movie?" I'm like, his yes, his dad. mom is Patty Duke. What? I'm pretty Viggo sure. Mortensen? No. Oh. Rudy. I Val Kilmer. But but you, I said it earlier. Judy Garland's daughter's in here. That's um, who is she? Yeah, Lorna uh, Lyons. Oh my God, uh, Paulette. I was gonna say Paulette. Oh, my Paulette goodness. is. Uh, uh, Liza Minnelli's half sister. No joke. Huh. Yep. That is nuts. And her performance is a little underwhelming when you put her in that pedigree. I <laughs> mean, but it, it's just the character they had her play, I guess. It's it's not like they had great source material to work with. <laughs> and I like this movie. I, I mean, the tiki shot was just kind of thrown together, but literally because it was just thrown together the what? in the, 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 the uh, luau scene. Luau. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The luau scene. They didn't mention it the entire movie until the third act. It's almost like that third act wasn't done I when, know. when they started production. I'm just saying, all of a sudden, the talent show has a king and queen of luau. James, put well, the table down. It wasn't I the can't. same night. James, put the table that down. That wasn't the uh, same night, was it? Yeah. It was? Yes. Oh. Well, then that's this... even more impressive that they put on a talent show <laughs> and a luau. The dr- dramatic time in this movie is all over the place. And it's because of that that the city of Chicago's infrastructure <laughs> for education <laughs> has crumbled. Because we start on everyone going back to school, and then time happens. Shoot, they do a song during whenever they're all what? going back to school. Music? What's yeah. it called? Oh, uh, Back it, to school? Back to school. Yeah, it, <laughs> That's did, right. it did not match like they what they were singing. No. And they were just like hopping and grooving and moving their head. And I was like, why are you this excited and complaining at the same time? Because that's, that's the 80s. That's not how emotions I work. I mean, that's Grease 2 in a nutshell, <laughs> that's right? Fair. That's fair. The, the, what this, however, where, <laughs> this, where this movie shines is its feminism. Because what? it's... No, it really is. She's it's right. Like for the She's error that right. it's supposed to yeah, be in, yeah, yeah, yeah. is Michelle Pfeiffer is not going to be told who she can date That's, or who yeah. she can be with. Yeah. And then Paulette, even, you know, she stands up she for herself. Woman's up and, in, the, and, in the third act. Yeah. At the, and is not the, taking that yeah. crap anymore, yeah. you know. Which is a great scene. I yeah. mean, this was Grease roles reversed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. she, they really do paint her as a really strong, really independent, like, you need to be a cool, like, she knows what she wants. She wants a cool writer, and you got to present cool that to her. And that's writer. a, that song is a prime example of her dancing. Because exactly her, her where fading I, away is her just hopping yeah. onto I the stairs. Like and it. she just fades away. Yeah, but you just you stepping. get the feeling, oh, well, they did that because she can't really I, dance. Yeah, I, I still like it. I feel like that's similar to a lot of the uh, numbers from the first Grease, though, because the last time that I watched that, I recall oh they're not really doing that much dancing it's a lot of travolta Uh, and olivia newton john except those two you mean uh everyone else everyone else doing choreography and then travolta and olivia newton john are kind of just there i mean john travolta no i'm sorry like uh, john travolta is a dancer sure i mean yeah saturday night fever is a but yeah and and, and i thought he did a lot of dancing in greece i mean greece lightning oh yeah Circus Soleil? The the also the last scene. Yeah. The last the big you uh, know spoilers. The last <laughs> there's a music scene in the very end. It's almost That's a forty year old movie. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. It's not spoilers. <laughs> Screw you if you haven't seen it. No, it's just the last scene. There's a lot of them dancing, I think, or at least a lot of him dancing. Why well, stand corrected? So feminism. Yeah. <laughs> Alive and well in this. Yeah. Um, 
and one of the common threads between the two movies, besides Frenchie, who's still in high school. Who, okay, I'm going to put this out there. She, put it out there. She was my crush growing up. Nice. I, don't I can know see why. why. I don't she's know adorable. Why. She's cute. She's adorable. It didn't click that she's maybe 30 years my elder. That's um, fine. But like, I remember seeing like, hey, like, wow, that's my dream gal. Were you, were you the girl that can't pass high school? The girl that can't pass high school, and she's got the same voice as I do now. This is great, and then, that's why uh, I thought about uh, for uh, Meg from Hercules. Okay, right on. Because she's sassy and knows what she wants. Is that an animated show? Yeah, Hercules. With, I, it's uh, the Dan- personality, Gloria. I was, not the I was body. asking for clarification. Yeah, with yes, the nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> you so you want to be yeah, a hero, know. kid? Well, whoop de doo. Really I've been around the block and I've seen a thing or two. I hope Lizzo's in the remake for Zero to Hero. She's not so real. Oh, they're remaking that. Yeah, okay. it's, they're remaking Disney. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, new generation. Gross. Gloria, may I ask you a question? You may. Thank you. Uh, you could have brought any movie to us, any but movie. you brought <laughs> Grease too. Mm-hmm. Why? Why this movie? Because I enjoyed being on here so much that I was like. Let me on again. Yeah. No. Um, well, you can just be on. Well, James told me y'all were doing a back to school theme. We are. And I immediately thought of that song that they start with, back to school, and thinking, oh, well, that's, that's yeah. definitely. Well, and it first came Grease, but I was like, well, that's not a shame watch. Everybody, not everybody, but most people love Grease. Yeah. Grease 2 is more of a. Correct. Niche market. <laughs> but you genuinely enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Well, it came especially out. as a kid. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I wanted. The the scene where she realizes she has pants on when she's going to class and she has to go back and get her skirt and pull her pants up under her skirt. Oh, Remember right. that? I yeah. don't understand that. Because they weren't supposed to wear pants. Girls weren't supposed to wear pants It's then. the 60s, what? James. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. People in, still in couldn't share the same fa- water fountain and you think women could wear pants? Uh. Look, we yeah. all agree the 50s was a great time. <laughs> 60s or 70s. We're not sure. Listen, the 80s was a really tough time for Cold War. Yeah, get those fallout bunkers. Man, and they let you know real quick out the gate that it's the 60s. They show you a flag that says Rydell High 61, and they're talking about the Russians, which I guess that's thinking why about it, it felt still the be, 80s. Still could be brought up in the 80s. Yeah, that's, that's why it's so 80s. They're like, yeah, we're a proud American students. Yeah. Okay. And we don't like those Russians. Okay. 80s. Here's maybe. our fallout shelter. <laughs> fallout shelter. Is this. 80s? Which, the whole premise, I feel like we're bouncing around here, but I just want to sure. say, like, Aaron, that... You'll, you'll fix this in editing. That whole... Well, it's uh, summer. That whole trying to get a girl to sleep with you because you yeah. think you're going to both die... Oh, that was, like, oh, that was such a gross scene. Like, what I don't, was... I don't, I don't know. It I don't, is... It it's is a gross scene. It, it is gross. Change, That's what I'm. De- I'm it's not gross. defending it. What was he going to do after they had sex and she opened the door and realized that there wasn't an, a bomb? Oh man, I guess our power of sex just stopped that bomb minute. because we have to do it for a country. Which is it's it's so a little very, on the nose. It's very funny. A little on it, the nose. It's terrible and funny, and and yeah. didn't work. Here's here's what he'd say. Oh, it's just a joke. God, you've no sense of humor. And there has been my uh, impersonation of a toxic was, man. Was that a? Were you a, were you a T bird, James? You sounded a lot yeah. like a T. <laughs> Get my leather jacket. You're certainly walking and talking like a T bird. Comb. Get him his comb. Did he get com- once a switchblade comb? The others. <laughs> <laughs> the others uh... uh. So so where did you see Grease two first? 
Probably in the theater. Really? Rock and roll. Probably. I would have been, it came out in 82, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I would have been Correct. 11 when it came out. And I imagine I could have gone to see it because, you know, after all, my mom thought Grease 1 was fine for me to run around singing when I was seven. In your yeah. Grease Lightning. Years yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm sure that's where, because it would have been billed more of a kid's movie. Not kid. Like Was was know. Grease billed as a kid movie? Like, oh. That I don't know, and I don't know where I saw that Cause, either. Cause because we just watched High School Musical, like all mm-hmm. of them, and we—I had made the comparison On that Friday. it really feels like High School Musical was the grease of my generation. Mm. Yeah, y- you know that really makes sense. Because as yeah. I was watching this, I'm like, I like High School Musical better. Because like, <laughs> cause I I could see like if this was geared towards kids or young adults, like mm-hmm. seventeen up. Like I'm not sure where that. Mark was, but if you said you were 11 when Grease 2 came out, mm-hmm. and you was that like just all your friends were like, Are you going to watch Grease 2? Are you going to watch Grease 2? Um, let's see what grade would that have put me in sixth? Yeah, yeah, fifth or uh, sixth. No, I probably went to see it with my sister. I had okay. I had two older sisters and an older brother, so a lot of my pop culture stuff was. Handed down ahead. Yeah, I was a little ahead. I wasn't okay. necessarily. Oh, okay. you know, like I, I would listen. I heard Elton John and they had the albums around the house. Where probably other kids that so were. You were a cool kid. I was. I mean, were you a cool writer? <laughs> no, I wasn't that cool. <laughs> um, I was cool by association of older people in my house. So, so you're yeah. Dolores. I'm, what a great segue because Dolores. <laughs> I've met her. What? Uh, really? Oh, the, uh, yeah, that's Pamela Adlon. And she plays Bobby on King of the Hill. Yeah. What? I know, mind blown. What? And yeah. let me tell you how I fi- f- found that out. So I used to, one one year, I think it was 1999, I was working for the Big Stinkin' Improv and Sketch Comedy Festival here in Austin. It was his last year. And we had a King of the Hill day. And um, the whole cast, the first day of the festival, it was like a week long, came and it was like they were at the park, like down on Auditorium Shores. And I wanted to meet them. So I was going to leave the office and I was like, hey, I'll go. I want to go see what's going on. Well, whoever the driver was for this cast bailed, had to go do something else. So I was driving a van of King of the Hill people. Nice. Uh, um, Stephen Root. Stephen Root was in the car. Who does he play? Um, Stephen Root, he was in an office space. Bill. Uh, Bill. Bill Oh, okay. Um, And those are the only two people I remember that were in the car, but a lot of other cast. Was John Um, Redcoin there? Because I know he makes a lot of appearances. The guy who plays John Redcoin. I just know of his... I don't know. No, that's his name of the... I know. I don't know. I don't... I really literally can't remember a face other than those two because, because as I'm driving... I I have no idea who's who back there, like yeah. who's plays who, because I only watched King of the Hill a few times. Dad. And then I hear Shut the up. voice come from the back, and I'm like, who just said that? And it was her. And then they want to go do things around town. I'm supposed to get them somewhere and go back to the office, but they want to go get Amy's ice cream. Nice. We went to Justin's Boots on South Congress. Oh, yeah. And Stephen Root bought a cowboy hat. He like It was so surreal. He just looked at me. He's like, how do you think this looks? And I was just like, whoa. I was like, did Stephen Root just now? I was like, cool. I don't know if it looks good or not. And then I called my husband on my flip phone and I was like, do you know what just happened to me? <laughs> oh, that was a oh, 90s so flip phone, cool. too. It was, I don't think it was actually. It was one of those Nokia things. But okay, um, the bricks. It was the and bricks. then she yeah. went. We, we went to a thrift store somewhere down on South Congress, and she was trying to haggle to get what something she wanted. And she said, "I'll do the puppy voice if you give me <laughs> what? this much off." And she totally did Shut it. Shut up! Oh, God. <laughs> 
that was a great day. That's why voice actors are probably the best people because they know they have so much power deep down. That's why I want to be a voice actor. And like actor. they don't show it until they need it. They, oh god, that is so cool, dude. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, I uh, always think of her when I, I was see this. Kind thing. of hoping the story was building up to you hearing the voice. You went, "You're Dolores." Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I knew she was Dolores as soon as I saw her. <laughs> like that's how I knew her. It's funny because um, Dolores is my favorite character in mine this movie. Too. She's oh, great. Oh, man. Mine too, yeah. And uh, Pitface uh, from the, the other side, who was also in Grease 1. Yeah. Why these oh, old men on motorcycles are still Wait, hassling Gre- high school. Grease 1? Mm-hmm, that same right. Or at least the head guy. I don't know about all the yeah. bozos behind Why him. but he Because he's, he's, a bi- he's part of the biker gang. They were, in, they were uh, like they were here, inciting incidents for other things to happen. Does this... Take place at the same school, mm-hmm. as right Grace on. One? Mm-hmm. Yes. So are they supposed? To yeah. So Frenchie, characters. Frenchie, do you remember which one she was? Yeah. Okay, she was in Grease One, right. and she did a song called "Beauty School Dropout." She dropped out of high school to go to beauty school, and but then she, she flunked found, out of beauty yeah. school, and now she's back for chemistry, which is why she was there. Yeah, because yeah. if you're going to make cosmetics, you should do it in high school. Correct. Uh, that also, made no sense. And and the nerd character. The guy that was dropping the leaves. Oh, he was in Grease One. That yeah. guy was so random. He oh, randomly just yeah. popped up. Talks in, really. Like, not talk like that. that yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah. I forget what his name is. Uh, I just remember that he played Mandark on Dexter's what? Laboratory. What? So a lot of voice actors in here. <sighs> Man, I want to be a voice actor. Anyway, James, no one's arguing with you. Oh boy. Uh, there's my audition. Please uh, give me all the roles. Or you can check out James Fight VO Demo Reel on YouTube. Uh, and you'll hear my voice. Eddie Den- Deason. Deason. Eddie Deason. Is that his name? Eugene. Of Eugene. course. Um, there were nuns in the bowling alley scene. That oh my god, that might have been me. my favorite. That, that might have been my favorite part. Because nuns don't do anything else. They have to go bowling. I don't know. I thought they they knew how to fly. You've seen you've nun. seen that show, but you haven't seen Grease One. No, I only know there's a show called The Flying Nun. Do you know who Sally Field is? Nope. You don't know who Sally Field is? Who is uh, you should stop. You should nun? stop. She was, oh and you God. need to immediately. How have you not seen a movie with this woman in it? She's been uh, in so many probably. things. You've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh, she's Sally Mrs. Field. She's Robin Williams' ex-wife in that. Oh, okay. Or Forrest Gump. We're yeah. gonna score. That's Forrest's mom. Tonight. Which incidentally, oh. she was his love. She was Tom Hanks' love interest in a movie before that, and then his mother in Forrest Gump. Oh, that's you s- weird you've seen Amazing Spider-Man, right? Yeah, that's Aunt May. Really? Oh my God! Sorry, there's only one Aunt May for me. Yeah. Melissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. That that's my all-time crush. If she calls me <laughs> like Aaron, I just need somebody to just sit in my closet and do nothing. I am sorry, there. Kaylee. I'd do that for her too. Kaylee She's knows gorgeous. I will pack my bags and leave. I don't want her to ask you to do that. I'm down. If she's willing to do the podcast, I need you to sit in my closet and do. (laughs) If it means that's my only like chance to have some sort of relationship with her, um, it's done. Aaron, that's heavy codependence, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Also, you're in a very (laughs) healthy relationship. (laughs) I don't think you'll understand. I love her. I'd do it for Idris Elba. Friend that you love too. Idris Elba. That's different, though. Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? Not yet. You should oh just for Elba. Yeah, no, he's I got should. a zipper spine. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Mm, he's. Mm, Lu- there's a new Luther too. I think. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I think that there's a new episode. Oh, like I thought you meant like they 
stop no. him. I was like, wow, no, he I don't is think, Luther. I don't think the world they would recast Luther him. with Daniel Craig. Back with Danny DeVito. <laughs> back to uh, back to Marissa Tomei. Please tell me, James, you've seen my cousin Vinny. Have, you both, have oh, you both seen my cousin Vinny? I, I have not her. seen my cousin Vinny. Thank really? what you, the, Kenny. Can you can I cuss on this? Yes. What the uh, fuck, yeah, Kenny? Yeah, but bleep all this out. <laughs> How and can I, you not? I want you to draw the bleeps my out. My biological <laughs> clock is ticking. <laughs> oh my god, the Utes! <laughs> it's the the two Utes. The two Utes. Oh my god! It's I was. That's your assignment. Go watch it. I have seen Greece too, though. I've seen uh, yeah. so, you know, my cousin Vinny. I was probably six, uh, six or seven when my parents had me watch it, and I couldn't say youths for the longest time because I just thought youths was so much funnier. Youths, and then I found out youths was a, a tribe in Utah too. And Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Macchio's in that movie, oh my which goodness. I'm sure you don't know who he is either. Yeah, he's a cry kid. Oh, oh my right. god! Oh, okay, well you know that. Some sort of redemption. <laughs> so, uh, the my going back to my favorite. Music part, Your music song, moment, yeah, was the reproductive song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it love good. it when they are trying when he's talking about when he calls it men- mental stration. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what he calls it? No. Yes. Yeah, mental stration. I even wrote it down. I mean, the sixties <laughs> had more sexual education than, than we did. In I was gonna say, I was like, man, I wish honest. I had a song and dance about this growing yeah. up because I would have understood sex better. I learned about the Alamo through song, but I. I learned how to put deodorant on, and that was about the height of my sexual education. Uh, in in fifth grade, they said you're gonna get hair down there. You're gonna get hair in the downstairs, and that yeah, was it. I don't think there was more. I, I think if you're gonna go by the movies, you're mistaken. Because <laughs> I didn't have much either, and I, my sister told me what sex was, nice. and I giggled and said, "I am never doing that." And she's and like, then, "You'll change your mind," and I'm like, "I will not," because I'm not letting any guy do that to and me. And then four years later. I had two kids. <laughs> uh, and Wayne Gretzky's wife's in this too. What? what? Jan- Janet yeah, Jones. Janet. Oh my She's goodness. She's the one that walks up to the principal lady and says, which is also pretty feminist. She's the principal and she's female. That's pretty. Yo, for the yeah. 60s, yeah. 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 Um, she says, I've missed two periods. And she's like, that's okay. You can make it up. And she was oh, like, yeah. yeah. I know. Janet. I was joke. like, huh. Great joke. Yeah. Oh, that was, was she Mrs. Gretzky? Gretzky by that point or no? Oh, no, no. I think that was... Early on? That was probably one of the first things she was in because I barely recognized her and I had to go look to make sure. No shit. Okay, that's cool. I think she was also in the reproductive scene. Nice. Um, That's dope. And that's how she missed her two periods. Because... Yeah. Sex. She, she found got pregnant out. in that class. Yeah. She found out where the pollen went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the pistol in the stem. Yeah. That, oh, man, that's Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Gloria, may yes. I ask you a question? You may. <laughs> You're going out too, Kenny. Let's do. Maxwell Caulfield. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was, I mean, yeah, he was the attraction in this movie for me. He is gorgeous. He is perfectly symmetrical. What? He's Australian, isn't he? He's from Britain. Yeah, in the... uh, But in the movie, he's Australian. No, in the film, he was from Britainland. Yeah. He's from oh. where? Britland. But, you know, but his cousin is Australian. Them. Sure, we fought Britland. What? Olivia Newton-John yeah. was his cousin from Greece One. That's the cousin he referred to. Mm-hmm. I understood that. Sandy. Yeah. She was Australian, right? Yes. If I'm, yeah. yeah, she was. I mean, I know life. she is in real life, but okay. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. His accent was hot. 
sure. he's gorgeous. Not that he can really act or sing yeah, all that say, great he's, either. He's a handsome man, but he was boring. Yes, a very boring person. He's, uh, his voice had no strength during the the times that the movie required him to sing. I'm on Michelle Pfeiffer's side. He was not a cool writer. He I was, wasn't. Mm-mm. But he had a motorcycle. He did have a motorcycle and, and goggles. It's sexy that he tried and goggles. Probably the best scene with him is his scene with Dolores, right yeah. after oh, the yeah. first bowling alley yeah. music yeah. No, that's number. Great. You know when he's call it a that's day his, and that kind of he's, thing. That's when he's the most charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's pretty charming when he's tutoring her and she in the, the burger place and she says yeah. something about, you're really smart, I'm stupid, or something like that. And he's like, no, you're not. I just know big work. You know, yeah, like he's yeah, yeah. very endearing and Ugh. kind of charming there, We just take too. education seriously in Britain. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that's all that is. We're just not American. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> seems like a downgrade that he's going to the American school system. I always why is he there? I always think that's really random when there's uh, exchange students like from really advanced education countries and they come here. We had an exchange student in my very small town, 2,500 people. Really? From Japan. Why? Not a lick of English. Okay. And Whoa. we had a ball. We were just like, Hiroshi, you? raise your hand and tell the teacher the answer to the question is fuck you. Is that like bullying? juniors. Almost, he, almost definitely. Probably, and I, yeah, and I feel like shit about it, but I'd like to think his time with our school was fun. Americans are arrogant and selfish. <laughs> and st- yes, I give it a D minus. <laughs> Had I had realized it was bullying at the time, I would not have done it. And he never got in trouble because they always knew someone, one of us dumbasses, was behind it. So. Uh, and bleep all that out. Um. No. So yes, the answer to your question is Michael was hot. He's a hottie, especially no. when he keeps his mouth closed. Yeah. That's out outrageously true. Had they just made this a silent film, a plus, a plus. And, yeah. and I and if you look at a recent picture of him, I, oh. I, did, I didn't recognize him. Boo boo didn't age well. I, I don't like to say that because I don't like to like comment on people's <laughs> looks in a negative way. I just didn't recognize him on his no, IMDb I, recent picture. Jonathan Lipnicki. I don't. Boo-boo I don't didn't think age though well. that I don't think he's unattractive now. I just don't think he looks. Like oh, I don't, I don't okay. know that I would have seen him and bought. Oh, Ben, yeah, that guy's from Greece too. Okay, yeah, I feel the same way with Vanilla Ice. <laughs> ice, feel, ice, baby. Is he Never. still alive? <laughs> yeah, he is, Mr. Rip Van Winkle. He's got a show on HGTV. Oh, Boo Boo didn't what? age well. Boo Boo did not age well. <laughs> he has a show on HGTV. Yeah, he flips houses. <laughs> what? Please tell me you're joking. I'm not. I really wish. I'm, I'm convinced he and Britney Spears' ex-husband are the same. Oh, uh, Federline. Kid Rock. Oh. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, okay, all those three of them. Those, somewhere. those three men might be the same people. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit. Yeah, but yeah, why are we not talking about the bowling scene? The best choreographed. Aaron, we've talked about the bowling scene in passing. Well, we've talked about the aftermath of the bowling. Never scene. mind. We have not talked about gonna score tonight. God, this is where I think the choreography shines. It was really good because that song was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, the that's song true. was terrible, but the dancing was great, and they got to walk on the lanes, slide on Mm-mm, the lanes, not in, not on the airbase Kingsville. Yeah, Aaron cut that out. Tonight, yeah, that's uh, but yeah, they got and to walk th- that's on the, the lanes. scene that the nuns were in. Yes, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, they got they were in, that's when I saw the two, I was like, ah, oh, this is a good scene. Like as soon as I saw the nuns, I was like, all right, we got some good stuff here. Um, but it was uh. There was no plot to that scene. 
There's no plot to the movie, is there? there? Are, I things mean, there just is. happen. And then there's a luau. There's a talent show, which, according to the logic of the movie, takes a year yep. to rehearse for. Correct. Which oh is wonderful. The dramatic time in this movie is bonkers. Uh, I don't... Because yeah, at the luau right. scene, school's over. Yeah. They do. No. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily. It's the end of the year luau. Because they is that start what they call it? They, yeah. yeah. And they start singing Schools Out. Uh. Gloria, when do you host your luau? <laughs> At the beginning of the semester? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to think if the talent show really did start at the beginning of the year, but I do remember they asked Michael to play the piano the second week of school, so you're right. And those twins. Ooh. And the twins! <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh man! I think they were the Double Mint Twins at one point. Sure. What's that? The Double Mint Twins. The Double Mint Twins. Do you know, or are you just making fun of me? You know what I'm talking about? No. The Double Mint Gum. They used to always have Double Mint Twins. Really? Yeah, and they'd have twins advertise their their gum. That's a weird casting call. It's always a period pieces like this where I'm like, God. A 60s burger probably tasted really good. Does, yeah. does anybody else feel like share that? But sentence? they never put ketchup on them. Really? Mm-hmm. No, that's ketchup. what she said. Yeah. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Do you put ketchup on a burger? I don't. Yes. I don't put ketchup on a hot dog. That's sin. No. What? I do. Put ketchup mm-hmm. on a burger. Uh, putting ketchup on a hot dog is against the law, according to the hot dog law book. Well, I break the law a lot then. Mm-mm. Also, go to Costco, eat those hot dogs. Oh my god, good. I love Costco those. hot dogs because they right. have the chopped up onions mm. and relish. Oh, uh, we man. have really gotten off topic. But and the twins. You can get onions on your uh, hot dog at uh, Sonic. Just a heads up. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you can get chopped up onions on your hot dog at Sonic. Uh, Sonic is they're, terrible. Yeah, they're. Oh, really I'm bad. sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> I can say that. You yeah. should go to the one right here on yeah. the top list. You have no ties to Sonic. Well, I know, but can, yes, I, I figured that. But if you did have ties to Sonic, you should be paying me for being here. <laughs> we don't because that'll make enough money. But the twins, I'll tell you this. And the twins. <laughs> Is this our most problematic episode? No. All right. I hope not. Y'all, uh, y'all no, will never we've reviewed two Adam Sandler movies. Oh yeah, and maybe more. We're, they're no, a whole that, month. They're on the schedule. Yeah, but I, the audience doesn't know that. I literally said earlier in the episode we're going to be talking about Happy yeah, Gilmore. Foreshadowing. You didn't. Yeah. But we haven't announced that theme. Yet. Speaking of Happy Gilmore, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> <laughs> What a pow pow. <laughs> I thought these characters were the the actors were a lot older than they actually were once I looked them up. I mean, yeah. I, I think the oldest one was um thirty four. What's Shooter his name? McGavin. Ronald Malducci. Reagan. Is that his name? What's his name? Ronald Reagan, who is playing Johnny. Marlon Brando. <laughs> the 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 rival. Oh, guy. Pit Face. Yeah, yeah, Pit Face. He was like thirty five. True. Really? And, but but like Michelle Pfeiffer was like twenty four and nice. so yeah. They looked a lot older than that, I thought. Pit face I to me. He's kind of he's kinda, well, no, because even because even what? that handsome board, what's his name? What Ronald Reagan? No, that handsome board of a man or leading man, Maxwell Caulfield. Maxwell Caulfield, mm-hmm. um, very handsome, but at the same time, I'm like, you're not in high school. No, <laughs> but he is the closest to the real life. Really? I think what? he was like 20. What? Really? I think so. He was born in oh no, I can't remember the year. England, <laughs> Britain. <Fast. land. laughs> um, uh. But who is adorable is the the preppy guy that they that the twins sing the song about. And the twins. He's the one I really had a crush on. Really? Yeah. Mostly probably because he didn't talk very much. Sure. Wow. 
Gloria just doesn't like men talking. Men are a lot better if they just men, shut up. Men are meant to be saying not yeah. heard. Men, men are dumb, for like being honest. Like children. Yeah. I, I don't mean that. Go ahead, Kenny. Kenny, you can, you can speak. Just letting Gloria drive. You're letting me drive? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Well, I just want to oh. pass this picture around of Maxwell. Boo Boo did not age well. Oh, boy. <laughs> Boo Boo. Um, oh, but I man. went to look up how when he, the was, when he was born. Um, he was, this he is was born in 59, so sure. he was 23. Yeah, nice. you, could, you could say 20 during production, probably, probably 21. Yeah. yeah. This is weird, but he looks like an old James Bond. Mm-hmm. He's still handsome. Which is to say okay. that he used to play James Bond when she when he was much younger, and now he looks like someone that used to be James Bond. I don't know why I feel that way. No, it's I valid. agree. It's I agree. Valid. Like he's you. got some stories to tell, but he probably didn't actually like live up to like the dangerous part of. He had stories. one year as Bond. Yeah. yeah, he did one year, and he and he he, he tanked, didn't pass he the screen it. test. He's he's the George Clooney of Bonds, oh. like George Clooney with Batman, which I never saw. But he's always talking about how bad he was, so I just oh, assume it's God. bad. No, you he can was listen to good. our Batman and Robin episode in uh, Shame Watch. That was my favorite movie for oh, the longest yeah. time. Oh, yeah, Mattman. I didn't learn that. that uh, yeah. I didn't learn. I used jo- to meet you. I didn't learn George Clooney was a bad Mattman until high school. Well, and this is one of the things that I really enjoy about this podcast and one of the things that I like about Grease 2, which is if you take the movie on its own merits outside of comparison to anything else, then the movie is fine. Grease yeah. 2 is fine. It's not a revolutionary piece of cinema work, but it's there's so much lovely stimulation. The production value is really great. The this dance numbers are so good. The songs are fine. The uh, story on its own legs is not bad. Like well, if you said Well, that it's every other I mean it's, it's yeah. not told it's a million times. Not great. It's not bad. It's it's comparable to a high school musical, something that is just middle of the road. But high I, school musical is better. But there there's just so many lovely choreographed mm-hmm. musical numbers that we just don't see on this scale anymore. Which I really hope is coming back, like not to digress to another movie, but I think when I watching this after I watched Rocket Man for the fifth time last night, um, you watched it again, yeah, five times now, five and a half technically. Um, I hope that this kind of I'm not a huge, huge fan of musicals, but the the way a passage of time can happen in a film without a music montage, it's like it seemed like the music montage replaced the the part of films that musicals used to take. Mm. And in Rocket Man, that's one of the things it does really well is shows big passages of time and more importantly, like chunks of what he was going through. Yeah. Like his period of, you know, sex addiction or or whatever. And I feel that it, like in Grease Two yes. is, you know, you've got I don't know. It may not quite as well done. Sure. But uh, so we're getting to this more expressionistic piece of film uh i have no evidence to back this up but i think marvel just being so weird and wacky is opening us up to what else is possible Mm -hmm. and then rocket man uh being a great example of not having to take your stuff so literally and making sure that it's grounded in realism and instead going does this feel right is there truth in this expression Mm -hmm. Uh, which Grease 2, I guess, does, but it doesn't follow the musical rule of there's so much emotion, I just have to bust out in song, yeah. which is one of the lovely things uh, about it, uh, which reminds me of my brand new segment, Talking Cats. 
I was gonna say uh, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer the musical talk, episode. I'm gonna talk uh, they uh, that's the talking. that's the bad thing. Like talking. if they sing too much, then they burst into flames. Talk cats though. Cats can't dance. Doop de doop doop doop. Are we talking about the movies, cats, or do we only say things in meows? I'm confused. Each week we talk about the trailer for the film Cats coming this December. (laughs) You want? You know what the highlight of that trailer is? Everything. Idris Idris Elba's in it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, guys, this is. That's the only reason I watched it. This is real James talking. Real James talking. Uh, This is the segment within the segment. Real James talking. Aaron, play the theme. Doop de doop doop. James, this is gonna be rough because. Oh, he watched this with the lady. And it was her favorite movie growing up. Why? I don't know. She watched it a lot. But I that association is strong in me. When I think cats, I think of her. Anyway, back to cats. All right. That's been Real James Talk. Yep. End of segment. Doop, 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 James. Back into Talking Cats. Have you seen the Cats trailer? Uh, unfortunately, I have. What do you think about it? <laughs> I think that I have... I have Known that the musical Cats existed, I knew it was hugely popular. Oh, and you had hadn't an extremely seen? long run. No, I didn't because I thought, what could possibly be good about this story? Uh-huh. Because it looks like cats are not a metaphor; <laughs> there are actual cats just in it. Cats. And um, I mean, I'm sure they are. And so I watched the trailer because of Idris, and I'll watch anything he's in for at least a few seconds. Um, That's and talks. and uh, I was like. Oh, I've done a very uh, good service to myself to not know what this movie is about sure. because I don't give a flying shit I'm, you're after like, watching oh, the trailer. God, I can't go back now. Yeah, no, I definitely don't want to see this movie unless I'm just making fun of it. I'm so excited for this film. I hope it's great. <clears throat> I hope it's great because it's so bananas. And it's Taylor Swift in it. It's got T-Swift. It's also got Jennifer Hudson in it. And James Gordon. Uh, I think I've said this before. I'll say it again. It's like they had five minutes to cast. They put names in a bucket, and they just pulled them out, and that's how they cast it. It's great. Casting bingo. They just let the balls (laughs) fall. Well, they they also did the pull. let's pull a lot of famous people together, and I feel like any time you do that, love actually, you get a film that's not that great. Mom, settle down. Love actually. actually. G47, Jason Derulo. (laughs) Dear... You're in. <laughs> yes, Jason Derulo. <laughs> Ma, I got my big break. Uh, I'm so excited for Cats, and I'm glad that you are, too. And that has been Talking wait, wait. Cats. You want to do a live stream? Huh? Of watching Cats? Of Cats? No. All right. <laughs> you should have asked him that like a cat. No. Uh, Aaron, play the theme to get us out of Talking Cats. Doop de doop 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 cat Idris Elba. Cats can't dance. Uh, I beg to differ. There's a whole musical that says differently. <laughs> it's a terrible musical. I'm cats so don't dance, but all dogs go to go heaven. heaven. I'm gonna write a cats too, and everybody, all the cats are gonna be assholes, just like cats really are. I will are. say the Aristocats is a far better mm, yeah. movie than. Because cats. it's animated and you can believe that that's really happening because it's animated. Everybody wants to be Everybody a cat, Everybody wants man. to be a cat, baby. That's oh, just, that's that's just what it's about. Oh, everybody, 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 everybody wants to be a cat. The aristocrats. How are we not even singing a Grease 2 song on this? <laughs> I've been trying to sing I'm Gonna Score Tonight. Nobody wants to join in on me. Because I don't Reproduction. Reproduction. <laughs> Oh man! The uh, are you so you said you're not a huge fan of musicals? What do you have any other musicals besides the Grease 
the Greaseaverse? I it's funny because growing up, I used to watch, even though these were considered old movies when I was growing up. Just to be clear about my age here, um, I'd watch like Fred Astaire movies okay. and those kinds of movies that people would bust out and dance or song. And but then. I think it's when I got married because my husband doesn't like musicals and I think his sourness on those rubbed off on me. Mm-hmm. When I see them, like I went to see uh, Wicked. I loved that. Nice. Um, I want to see that so bad. Yeah, I mean, and we went to see La La Land and the whole time I was sitting by my husband thinking he's going to hate this and he picked it. And he was like, oh, that was great. And I was like, wow, that's that's interesting. La La Land okay. made me cry. Yeah, I mean, great. it was good. I mean, Hollywood love in itself. Yeah, it's great because La La Land is half a musical. Go on. And yeah, half what? Because it forgets to be a musical <laughs> in the middle of it. Yeah. I love the beginning and I love the end. Not the middle? Well, I, I don't like that epilogue. That epilogue is dumb. Uh, I mean. But the first 10 minutes of La La Land? Oh my gosh. But, but the epilogue says that, you know, love isn't worthless James, just because you don't end up with it. We talked about the epilogue of La La Land. You're end up so. With it. Uh, you're they you're wrong. You are so wrong. Well, if we go by your. Your idea that you should only break out in song when you feel emotionally ready like to explode. Maybe they weren't ready to explode in the middle. Those are the, uh, I'm, I'm fine episode. with that. So maybe it didn't forget to be a musical. It just wasn't a musical. Well, in except the that they do have musical numbers. They just don't put words to it. Season six, uh, once more with feeling. That's the name of the Buffy episode. <coughs> Everybody. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy had a musical episode two and it was terrible. Uh, Scrubs how? had a musical and it was better. Well, of course that would be. Uh, Scrubs yeah, great. how would a drama actually break out into being a musical? Why don't you watch, watch it, Kenny? Watch Buffy. There's some good singers on there, but it's also weird that sure. there's just random. It's, I mean, if it were a comedy, maybe. Like Scrubs. I'd understand. Yeah, yeah that, because it's heightened and you would be used yeah. to that language. But Grey's Anatomy, from what I understand, is a gritty realistic hard look at what it's like to be a medical professional and really hot so there's a lot of sex like real life this is a aaron salinas tidbit you may not have known tidbit aaron um i uh did college in theater and i was a really great actor not a great singer so they gave me the acting parts that had singing parts but they just brought somebody in for that singing part. Oh, they gave you so, Disney animation yeah, style. Yeah, so acting. I would just kind of be chilling there, and my uh, my my I guess inner monologue would be singing in the background, and then that person would leave, and then I would just go on and act ha- on stage. Yeah, <clears throat> for, that's uh, so weird. Yeah, for company, I just I don't know if I just fit the parts, and they're like, yeah, we'll bring somebody else in. Um, but I did have to sing for uh, Fiddler on the Roof. I was a uh, Laser Wolf because I couldn't sing. That's what kept me from being Tevia. And I thought it would have been a great Tevia. What's wrong, James? I thought of the community joke for Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. Where uh, Troy is in the all-black production of Fiddler on the Roof, which is Fiddler, please. Um, <laughs> so our Fiddler on the Roof was very... Uh, we had a very diverse cast. Um, our Tevia was black. Our yeah. Goldo I would have just said they were the best. I Our Laser Wolf was Mexican. Just would have said That's they were the best. Um, and then the three daughters were... Men. We're <laughs> 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 Mexican, white, and Asian. And uh, yeah, it, we were a very diverse cast for a Jewish uh, community in the 30s or 20s. Anybody know of uh, a famous black Jewish person? Whoopi Goldberg. Is she? No. What? Idris Elba's not. No. He, I don't know these Jewish. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. is Jewish. In all oh. honesty, okay. If 
Say it, Aaron. I kind of forget that Sammy Davis Jr. is black. I don't know why. Because what? because he was always with a bunch he of white guys. He was always with the, he was with the Rat Pack. He was always with the, a famous white man. Well, and honestly, they did a lot to get him into clubs to like yeah. tell, tell you know they would tell people, well, you know, you're not going to let him in. We're not going to we're not going to perform like that he kind was, of thing. He, he was probably the best oh. out of all the whole Rat Pack. He, like, was, he was great, phenomenal. But it was just yeah. But yeah, I forget he is he is Jewish as well. JT for life. JTT for life. Yeah. Who's JT? Justin Timberlake. He's not in the Rat Pack. Who are you talking about? I know, uh, but I don't know. James is showing it, his age, and it, it sounded like you're him. talking about Backstreet Boys. Oh, uh, so in uh, sync. And and people and baby boomers everywhere just collapsed because you <laughs> compared Backstreet Boys to the Rat Pack. Ah, money. Yeah, that's money. Tr- true. Our our boomer demographic is through the roof. <laughs> Man, we're gonna get so. His many mom's comments. listening. Is she, she a boomer? No, no, she would be younger than a boomer. She's she fifty. Gen- so she's Gen X. She's in my generation. She's oh 51, I think. I am. I'm old enough to be your mother, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Everybody, everybody wants to be a cat. So it's probably time to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. <laughs> but a boop, boop, pop, boop, splat. Yeah. Great, wonderful. The Rotten Tomatoes game is a game that's based off of Rotten Tomatoes. It's based off of me doing research by looking at the movie on Rotten Tomatoes and then pulling the statistics from Rotten Tomatoes in order to put it into the spreadsheet and make you guys guess what the percentage is for Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, if Rotten Tomatoes wants to sponsor this podcast, uh, <laughs> contact great. Kenny. Please. Absolutely. So on a scale of 0 to 100, you're going to guess what the critical approval along with the audience approval is of Grease 2. Starting with Gloria, out of 34 film critics that are registered on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, was one of them Robert Ebert? This movie was released in 1982. Was one of them Robert Ebert? One was probably. One is Roger Ebert, and probably the only one we've ever heard of. Yeah, the rest is just some crazy. Oh no, we've we've done Richard Roper on this podcast. Oh yeah, we have done Roper. So what am I supposed to do? Guess out of 34. Uh, Out of 34 professional reviews uh, on Grease 2, what do you think is the critical approval rating of Grease 2? From one to 100 percent, or zero to 100, or zero. Is that a hint? Um, <laughs> I would say 42. 42%. 42. Gloria's coming out strong and right coming rules. out long. Uh, Aaron. 38. 38. Uh, why 38? Because I think it's just under 42, and I do think it's probably in the 40 range. Okay. I do honestly think it's in the 40 range. I think 42 is just a touch higher. Too much. Aaron playing it safe. James, you could take it home. 26. 26. Why 26? Uh, I'll be honest. I just want to win, and I think both of them are over. Ah, that's a good, that's a good strategy. Is there any other way to play it? No. Uh, two of you are wrong, and one of you is right on the money. It's Aaron. It's Aaron Salinas. Oh! Nice. <sighs> nice. Aaron, congratulations for winning the critical round, but you will be moving on to this next round, which your previous results mean absolutely nothing. Dang it. Fresh start. Okay. <laughs> Out of three hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred eighty-five audience ratings, wait, how many? Three hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred eighty-five audience right, ratings. Right, right. See, I know this because I saw it earlier when I was googling this. What movie. do you think the audience approval is? Oh, well, Don't thought, say it. oh we no. can all answer. I think I know. I'll go Actually, with James first. Yeah. Sixty-five. Sixty-five percent. Why sixty-five? I feel like people like this movie. Oh, I thought this was okay. a star thing. Anyway, go ahead. 65. Uh, you're not James, you're Aaron, right? Yes. Am I? Who am I? That's a great question. 
I'm Marissa Tomei's husband. Dinner. Um, are you really eating scallops for dinner? Yeah, I'm making scallops. For oh shit! Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. rock and roll. A little bit of lemon garlic butter. Cool. I'm um, very hungry. Let's say he said what? Sixty-five. American. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Um, Which would be a Canadian 78. (laughs) (laughs) 58. 58? I think people would have been really pissed off at this movie. Sure. Because Greece was Greece. I mean, to be fair, it was the word for 1978. Fair, yeah. For those who haven't seen the movie, Greece is the word. What does that mean? (laughs) James, go watch the damn movie. Go watch it. It, it, it. Trust it'll. Re- you'll like it. All right. Um, uh, I say uh, f- I'm going to go with 42 again. 42 percent. Why 42? I don't know. I mean, I think uh, generally speaking, probably. I guess I just think the people that rate these movies tend to be the ones who are bitching about things. <laughs> okay, Ooh. that's true. Well, yeah, listen. Sure. Uh, Wild Speed Summer proved that wrong. He just wanted to get this stupid yeah. sound Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> That's like a sound effect. Aaron, put it in. It's in. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's the, the Fast and Furious movies got really good audience reviews. Usually. That's true. Yeah, I think it's either the diehards or the, well, this pissed me off enough. Yeah. It's well, getting too. But, Fur- but Fur- Fast and Furious, I feel like, has a cult following. Yeah, I don't think amazing. I don't think Grease 2 would have pulled that well, from we'll Grease 1. Uh, Fast and Furious is masculine, so you're more willing to forgive the silliness because you're going, well, at least they're punching people. They're, <laughs> they're As opposed to Grease 2, which uh, it's a musical, which is already awkward enough for dudes to go to because they're going, oh, shoot, it's got songs. It makes me feel feelings. Feel but it things. does have a motorcycle fight scene. It does have a motorcycle fight scene. He's the correct cool answer is 53%, by the Whoa. way, which makes Glory the winner. Oh, nice. So real quick, because I feel like everybody, without them knowing, has a top 100 list. Well, you okay. want us to list all of our hundred no, movies? No, Jesus. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse, number one. Is, is uh, two, Greece, Birdman. Is Grease in the top 100 of pe- films you should see? Not your no. favorite. Oh, Grease. Grease two. one. Grease one? Is, oh. Is, is, um, Summer Lovin', man. Yeah, I do. You haven't seen it, James. You, know? <laughs> I, I, you didn't know that Grease was the word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it because they're greasers? Oh, my God. Like in The Outsiders? It's, it's the theme song to the movie. Are they going like to the, the Outsiders. Are they going to the Rumble? Are they going to be up those socials? Rumble! Get uh, ready to rumble! Remember that game? Well, Gloria, great to have you on the podcast. <laughs> it, do you think it, it, it warrants the top 100 of films people should see? Not your favorite. Uh, yes. And okay. here's why. Because I think that pop references is one of the deciding factors for me when I say you should see this movie. Like okay. like The Jerk, for example. That's a good movie. You've seen that. I need, yeah. to, I need to see that movie he, again because I found know, a because special it's purpose. Like a special purpose. Like that's a like a, a fodder that people can have. And I think sure. Grease is one of those two to just because it's a classic. The jerk can't hold up anymore. No, well no, but most really of them can't because I, I understand. What are the three amigos? Does that hold up? No, that I don't, can't, that I don't movie know that can't I ever saw up. it. Aaron's got Chevy Chase in it. More than likely, it's not yeah, going to hold up. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's there fair. are some comedies that hold up. No, there are some comedies that hold up, but I think Three Amigos specifically is... Well, I mean, but then again, just for... And I hate saying for that time period, but I mean... 
Well, it's a relevant marker. It is a relevant marker yeah. for, for, you know, what was being done and being said. Because, like, there's, I mean, some great, I mean, I remember taking a class Mexican, Hispanics in cinema and watching stuff from the 40s when things weren't okay. Like, I feel like people should still watch that. And even though it's not held up, like uh, Ricardo Montalban, he was just seen as the Latin hunk for years, probably up until Spy Kids 3, or Spy Kids 2 when he's introduced as a grandpa. Oh, like, oh. He, he was kind of done whenever he did Fantasy Island, unfortunately. Okay, yeah. Oh, and, that's who that is. Well, yeah. I mean, he was still pretty hot in Star Trek. Oh, He's Nobody said he's not hot. True, but everybody should like. For example, everybody should see Mickey Rooney play a Japanese guy. Fair, that's fair. What? Right, Japanese yeah, was he yeah. Japanese? He's supposed to be a Japanese butler. What? Yeah. What was that? Uh, oh, it's so offensive, James, and it's not even being ironic. It's like James, you genuinely need to get the AFI Top 100 list and just go down. What movie was that? That sounds like Breakfast at Tiffany's. That right. sounds like a good YouTube series and to do. And he might have had the most On racist name, wasn't it? Like. Long Dong Fui or something like I'm that. Trying or? to content, yeah. I don't know, but I think that I'll tell you where I think those movies like Three Amigos become problematic is if the people who played in them did not evolve. You know, okay. like, like Chevy it becomes, Chase, it becomes it becomes a problem. Yeah, if they're still a racist and still doing racist stuff and yeah. and things that are offensive today, then like Adam Sandler. Not that it's for yeah. But but we did, I don't know why we did, I said yeah. We did bring this up in love well, actually when James, you said James we don't right. allow people to change or grow. Like if people yeah, like exactly. if people try and see like, well, I, I fucked up, my bad. Yeah. We're like, no, you gotta you stick to your convictions. You were that way, yeah. you're always that way. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and yeah. You take you take jobs that like if I were to be hired as an actress for some film that I did not think was well written, I mean, I'd take it. I mean I you know, and because it, it's and, a stepping stone. Yeah, and and easily in twenty years, someone could look at that and go, "What was she thinking? Yeah, like what would be offensive you today to, that won't be in twenty years?" You need years? to eat. That's what you're thinking, because yeah. yeah, it's hard for an actor to work. Yeah, because like even then, I don't know if Mickey Rooney was thinking, "Well, fuck, this is terrible." No, he Mickey, was already famous. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he was a yeah. child actor, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was no. Andy Hardy. Well, that's <laughs> been our episode of Shame Watch. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song and James Garcia for our artwork and to Olivia Suarez. Suarez. Damn it. Uh, for our social media. You can get a clean you take can't. of that. Suarez. You can't help it. You're white. You, in all honesty, yeah. you're not saying it offensively. You're totally cool I know. It. Olivia I, Jones. I talked to her on Friday about it and I felt bad. But don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe oh to Shame God. Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts can be found. Hold on. I want to make this point now because, what? okay, I, I think it's more offensive to people who are like, I'm not going to say that name. It's too difficult. I think you are doing right by attempting it and you're doing it correctly. So Am don't I? go down on yourself. Well, I still don't feel go bad. down on yourself. I'm sorry. Don't beat yourself off. I'm sorry. Please, wow. please, if you're you doing can do that. Get, show us right uh, now. Don't be. Oh, don't be critical of yourself. You're doing a great job. You can also find us on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and Facebook at ShameWatchPod. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash flatfilms. It does cost money to put out... <laughs> 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 I don't know why I emphasized that. Uh, to put out superb content like this pod. I'm going to double that. Just money. <laughs> So it's like, it, it can't be hurt. It's distorted. It's going to blow out every speaker. 
Let's see window <laughs> shatter. So even a one dollar donation can make a huge difference. One dollar is again gonna be double. I don't think I've ever seen James laugh that hard. Look, he's going through a hard time today, Gloria. Uh, the more money you give you me, the less Greece alone too. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you want me to finish for you, James? Uh, no, we uh, I have to thank our patrons. Uh, thank oh, you, Kenny Madison. Of Austin, Texas. <laughs> thank you, Aaron O. Salinas. Of Austin, Texas. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Gene Fight. Of Bowling Green, Ohio. Yep. And thank you, Alan Smith. Uh, Austin, Texas. Is he Austin or Round Rock? That's a good question. What about Ashley? She doesn't donate. Doesn't She's not gonna donate. Doesn't really sound like best friend material, anyways. <laughs> That's true. You got you got two buddies that. here that donate. Yeah. Uh, if you pay me, I won't feel alone because you'll be my friend. What is wrong? I got dumped. Poor That's James. what's wrong. Let's, let's give him a little wiggle room. <laughs> Just be nice to me. What if all marketing don't go copy down on him, Kenny? He said be nice to me <laughs> twice in one. <laughs> what if all marketing copy was just like that? Uh, Coca Cola nice. is like, please buy us. Please. Our CEO is lonely, <laughs> and it'll make him have friends. Look, there, there was an attorney, real quick, back home in Corpus, that had uh, his ads. You could tell he's just going on a downhill slope. His oh, opening God. ads were like him and his family. I just graduated law school. I'm eager to help you and win your case, and it's him and his beautiful family. And then later on, it's just a dark screen. He Shut enters up. from the shadows, what? and he's just like, I can take your case and win it. What? And then he exits the shadows. What? It was great stuff. Uh, David Comey, the attorney of that rocks, changes into David Comey. I rock. <laughs> I promise. I do law. Not not too hard. Sometimes. <laughs> when I'm not rocking. Okay. Until next time, our watch has ended. Dive at your own risk. Please dive. <laughs> at your own risk. Will you dive, 